Welcome to the Mindset Explosion podcast. Unlock your true self and your full potential with me, Matt Redman. I truly believe the rising tide raises all ships and we have so much to give the world. It comes from within and it starts with ourselves. We all have the potential to live our dreams, do the things we thought we couldn't and take full control of our own lives. Sometimes we just feel stuck. It, all it takes is that first step. Take a listen. And if you are enjoying the podcast, don't forget, share it with a friend. Give us a five-star review. Enjoy the show. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. A Mindset Explosion, episode 20. We're on season five. And today we're going to talk about a successful state of mind. I've been joined again, second interview, second time on my show, Wendy. Thank you so much for coming back. Oh, thank you so much, Matt, for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Brilliant. Thank you for coming back on. I really enjoyed our last interview. And um, and, uh, do you know what, whilst we're on here, I just want to thank you for all the help and support you've given me um, this last year with property and the business buying. It's, um, you know, I really appreciate it. So uh, maybe a bit more on that later, but we're going to talk about, uh, find out, we're going to dive deep again. I got some different questions, maybe some of it might be that we've gone over before, but I definitely want to hear a bit more about this book that you've got released coming out soon called A Successful State of Mind. Um, those that are following, if you listen on the podcast, drop us a five star review, comment, and share. Always tag a friend, why not? Um, Wendy, I'll just get you to introduce yourself very briefly in a, in a little bit. So, we talked about you, you know, as a pro figure skating, I think, on your last interview, which I'm sure we'll touch on again. Um, and then we, I, I call it a quick fire round, but it kind of goes off on a bit of tangent, but that's all cool. We'll do that in a, after you've done your little intro. So, fire away, Wendy, tell us a little bit more about yourself. Yeah, well, do. thank you, Matt. And oh, it's so good to be here again. Just love being on your podcast. I know you have some fantastic guests. It's a um, great podcast. So yeah, definitely give Matt a great review. Um, <laughs> so yeah, a little bit about me. So basically, I'm, I'm now a full-time property investor and coach and mentor. And then I used to be a professional figure skater and a figure skating coach as well. And I wrote a book in, um, it was actually in lockdown, um, about mindset from sport to business. So I share a lot of my background, but then also a lot of research into top performers and entrepreneurs, just highlighting the key success principles that they have um, and they use in sport. And then how some of them as well have mapped that over into business and been really successful in business. And from all that studying and looking at my own experiences, I've then just developed these mindset principles that the great thing is with them is that anybody can can use them. So it's it's not something we're born with that, you know, they're, they're all things that we can develop and learn. Um, to be more successful or to get our version of success in our business and our life. So that's occupied a big part of my life for probably the last couple of weeks, as you probably know. Um, And then in and around that, there's just been some property projects going on and, um, you know, the day-to-day coaching and mentoring and doing property projects. So, yeah, hopefully that gives you a little bit of a flavour of me and what I'm all about. Definitely. Yeah, thank you, Wendy. And I, I thought I was busy. <laughs> I was like, yeah, listen, I'm struggling. 
Good time. Good to be busy, though. Um, so, try this on our quick fire round. Do you prefer a podcast or YouTube? And what's your best one? Oh, that's a good one, actually. I think I like podcasts personally. Yeah. Apart from Mindset Explosion, which is your preferred one? <laughs> just, just Mindset Explosion, right? <laughs> Top one. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, this generally answers the. You know, the, the next question has already generally been asked, but do you prefer book or audio? Now, this is an interesting one. So I've gone with with my book publishing. I've gone with um, paperbacks first off, and then I'm going to go into audio. And the reason being is because I listen on audio all the time. Yeah. I do read physical copies. So I do like to sit down when I've got some time to, you know, to, to read a book. I think there's something about just holding a book and reading it. But at the same time, I think the audio, absolutely fantastic for being in the car, two times the speed, and out on dog walks, anywhere. That's the great thing about it, isn't it, with the audio? Definitely. I like the fact you said about two times the speed. Uh, did you go straight to that, or did you have to kind of ease into it? Yeah, that's a good question. I, I did ease into it. So <laughs> I went to 1.5, I think, first, and then yeah. put it on two. Yeah. But the interesting thing is now I find if I'm playing on normal speed, it feels really slow. <laughs> like, come on, yeah. <laughs> let's get through it. Book. <laughs> yeah, brilliant. Yeah, I'm the same. Because I think that happened once it got put. Um, I don't know if oh, someone was in the car listening with me, and it's like I can't understand what they're saying. It's like, well, I can. Let's put it back down to normal. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. It's just like that. And it, it's funny how you get used to it, though, isn't it? Yeah, you um, do, yeah. Like you yeah. Yeah. yeah you and then you yeah. obviously the best book would be A Successful State of Mind. <laughs> Indeed, here it is. We are going to come back to the book. Um, so do you prefer men? I think it's the last one. Oh, no, we got two more. Two more quick fires. Okay. Do you prefer mentor, mastermind, or to go your own way? Mentor, mastermind, or to go my own way? As in what I would prefer. Mm. Oh, not so much go my own way. I think um, masterminds. And masterminds are, are great because you get a good network of people. And I think that's really valuable because you can bounce ideas off them you know, joint venture with them. I think that's brilliant. Um, mentoring, I think it's great because you can learn from someone who's been been there before you and has got something to share. And so I wouldn't go go alone, but I'm definitely mentoring and masterminding. It's hard for me to pick out of those two, to be honest. A bit of both, I think. I think a good combination of both, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um, especially my property journey it's i mean i love the mastermind we've collaborated because of that so like you said you meet some really great people and i'm all like-minded it's like you can have a conversation that you can't always have with people that don't get it and and then and then mentorship and you know you've you've given me some great advice over this last year which really really helped so again thank you last one who's your most influential person past present or made up Oh my goodness, you put me on the spot. So, oh, I've got a few, I think. Um, so, 
T. Harbecker with his um, Millionaire Mind, great book. There's also, oh, there, there's so many people, isn't there? And, you know, Rob Moore's been an, an influence um, in my life as well. Um, and I'm also influenced by, or say influenced by, inspired by, you know, just people in my life who I'm surrounded by, um, you know, that are doing, you know, great things. Um, you know, I've got my husband who supports me, who, who's amazing. Um, and I'm trying to think who else. There's Oprah Winfrey. She's just sprung into my head. Oh, I absolutely love her. Um, what yeah. an inspiring lady. Um, and she's got some absolutely fantastic quotes um, that I've shared in the past that have been amazing. So, yeah, there's so many amazing people out there, aren't they, that we can take inspiration from and, and influence us. Brilliant. Brilliant. Def and yes, definitely, I agree. And it's nice when you can see it from you know, all around us as well. Okay, yeah. let's dive down into this uh, interview. So, obviously, I've interviewed you before. So, um, I, I, I really wanted to talk about your book today because, it's um, as you said, you, you know, you've been building up to it over... <laughs> You know, this last uh, couple of months and it's been so so nice to see i've, I've watched you um speak in bristol that was brilliant and oh you're speaking are you speaking this week is it tonight or i'm tomorrow? speaking oh I've, I've got a few coming up actually so um i can share with you would you like me do you want me to share those with you yeah 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 um, so i've got the cheltenham and gloucester pin meeting Yes. Um, which is your way. And yeah. then I think I'm in Basingstoke on Wednesday evening. Right. And then Bristol uh, Property, uh, the PPN, the Progressive Property Network, is the twenty is the 23rd of June, which is back in, in Bristol. So, yeah, I'm back. Back to the PPN. So, yeah, lots of talking. I think the... I think the pin is on a Tuesday. That's when I do my sign language course. So I don't know if I'll be able to make it. That's all right. I didn't know you did sign language. We'll have to have a chat about that. That sounds exciting and something really worthwhile to do. Yeah, definitely. My eldest is deaf, so that was the prime thing that I, I, I do that right. for. I got an assessment next Tuesday, so mm -hmm. I'm only on my level one, but... Um, just to help him, he goes to school. Anyway, I'm giving too much information away here. Yeah? <laughs> I forgot <laughs> we're live <laughs> on the podcast. This is what we know about Matt, is it? <laughs> uh, work out my passcodes, though. All right, so, um, um, so with the book coming out, obviously, uh, you've been a pro figure skater, you've coached people, you've moved into property, multi. Um, you know, million pound property, property, easy for me to say, property, property portfolio, if I remember correctly, and you're coaching as well, you're public speaker, and you found time to write a book, and you just casually said, oh, yeah, it was in lockdown, and I just seen how thick that thing was. What uh, what was the purpose behind the book? What, what was the true inspiration for it? Yeah, this is a great question as well, actually, and... Um... It came from initially when I was coaching, I used to kind of look and see, so what was it that made one person achieve what they wanted to achieve over another person? Um, was it talent? Was it hard work? Was it, you know, purposeful or focused hard work? What was it that made the difference? Because sometimes you'd have somebody that was, 
equally capable to achieve, but wouldn't always perform, as you might call it, or achieve whatever their version of success was, no matter what that was, right? And so I started thinking about it ages ago. So this was probably a good, I don't know, 10, 15 years ago, before I even got into property investing. And then something similar happened in property. So I started investing in property. And then I was looking at, right, okay, lots of people with knowledge, but only some people would then go on and do something with that knowledge. And it just got me thinking and then researching. And it got me onto the topic of, okay, so let's have a look at sports people and see, you know, what kind of, you know, traits they have and, you know, how that feeds through into, you know, how successful they are and what they do. And then I was realizing there were quite a lot of really successful sports people like Venus Williams, for example, or David Lloyd. We all know the, the David Lloyd clubs, don't we, in, in the UK? Um, and it started getting me thinking about, oh, OK, there's quite a lot of sports people that have been successful in business. You know, are there any parallels here that, you know, we could learn from? And so I started doing research behind this. Um, and at the same time, I was I was also getting into public speaking. So I was absolutely petrified of public speaking. That is how it came about, because I was so frightened to speak in public. I was thinking I've got to sort this out. And this was going on the same time as I was doing my research. And so when I started practicing public speaking and going on courses and looking at my topic, this was something that sprung to mind because it's all about me as well. It's about, you know, my background in figure skating and going into property investing. And it's also about sport into business. So there was kind of a bit of a topic that shaped that. And so I wrote the presentation first that I, I suppose did for a couple of years and got some really good feedback from the audience. And so in my presentation, I, I just shared five principles. So it was kind of like a shorter, a lot shorter version of the book. And then applied that to either property or business, whichever one I was doing. And then I was getting a lot of feedback from this of, oh, you know, this is really helpful to me. Um, you know, there's so many things that I didn't realize that you'd do in sport that I can see you do in business and I don't do like having a routine, for example, and getting good habits. So then I was thinking to myself, oh, you know, this is a really exciting topic. So I think this was similar to like a lockdown period when I thought, right, okay, I'm going to sit down, I'm going to lock myself in, and I'm just going to write on these topics because they're so fascinating. And yeah, 50,000 words later, <laughs> I had this, I had this massive Word document that was I don't know, it's full of ideas and exercises and tips, but, and it had a structure, but I know that I needed some help to, to get it out there, basically put it, you know, put it into, um, do the grammar and spelling and, and check that I had something that was really worthwhile to share. That was kind of a key thing for me that would help people that, you know, was something that's going to be useful. Um, and that's when I reached out to my publisher and sent her a couple of chapters and said, what do you think? Um, and then she was just like, yeah, yeah, you know, I think we, we could do something with this. So basically, that's where it all started probably about oh, 10 months ago now, even a bit longer, it might have been a year ago. Um, and then we've been working since then to, to put it together and put a nice book cover around it, do all the, do all the structure inside, all the copywriting. And then eventually, we've now got to this point where 
it's a book and it's a chunky one. Yeah, sure. There you go. And yeah. it's my little photo on the back. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's turned out bigger than I thought. I was quite surprised actually when it came back and I was like, wow. Um, yeah, it's actually quite big. <laughs> Great. And the, this is being released. Is it this? Is it this Thursday or next? Sorry. It is this Thursday. So it is actually live on Amazon at the moment. Right. Um, so it's gone a little bit earlier, but the actual launch is 16th of June. So it's on Thursday. And then I've got the um, the launch event, Matt, that you're coming to as well in the evening with my publisher, yep. and, which will be really exciting. And it'll be lovely to have you there as well. No, I'm looking forward to it. And I just realized the link is actually in the copy for the... So they can click click away. Get the book. Thank you. Um, if you want to put the link in for the launch date, obviously just drop that in the comments. That was yeah, brilliant. So um, obviously, it, do you do you talk about your own personal experiences within the book on how you've developed your own mindset for stuff? I do. Yeah, I I vary it a little bit. So I use my experience mm. and also researched experience as well. <clears throat> Excuse me. Sorry. Um, so it's a little bit of both. It's like, what have I taken over from figure skating into business? Because um, yeah. there are some useful mindset tips that, you know, I've, I've shared, especially in lining with, you know, with like goals and, and how I go about setting them and having the routines and habits. I think routines and habits are very key to making sure that you're working on your income generating tasks. So there's an element of what I've done and what I apply and then also research. And so looking at, you know, mindset in general. So, you know, what is it? Um, what is success? And then looking and delving down into other successful people, entrepreneurs and um, sports people and what traits they have, how they learn from mistakes, for example, how they don't give up. Like Elon Musk with his rocket launches, you know, failures were opportunities to learn for him. And so it was, it's kind of, you know, touching on all, all aspects, really. Oh, I love it. I love it. <laughs> I was going to ask, yeah, ask questions. <laughs> on the edge of my seat there. Um, no, I love stuff like that anyway. And, and I think that, I think it's great that you're combining it, you know, with sport, but also taking it into, you know, the entrepreneur's sort of mind. Um, and it does, yeah. it, like, you know, just said about it, people that inspire us. And um, I think all these things are just so helpful. Um, and so, yeah, we, I, we just, I talked about some of the things that had not gone right for me recently, but it, it's a, um, it's a failure, but it's also such a learning lesson. And that's all I can do is, you know, you can just bounce back from these things and, you know, crack on with it. Really. Yeah, definitely. So um, what would you say, whether, you know, in any part of your journey from pro figure skating to property investor or public speaking, I know you kind of touched up about, you know, why you became a speaker just now, but what has been your biggest challenge and how have you overcome that? Oh. <laughs> uh, tough ones today. <laughs> Oh, you, you know me today, haven't you? Asking all the difficult questions. <laughs> um, there's been quite a few at different points, I would say. So I can probably go through a couple that spring to mind. So, and this might be 
aligned to you as well because you're starting your property journey but you've also got that sport background haven't you from your your kickboxing and the like so you know you've got that discipline from from your background as well and so you might you'll probably connect to this but I found when I did my first property project that that was a challenge that scared me Mm. but for a lot of mindset reasons I think because it was something out my comfort zone and new and different and so a lot of the things that I applied in figure skating I would use over into say getting my first project and whilst it's exciting and it's new it's also a bit scary when you buy a property and it costs you a lot of money and then you stand in it and it's all damp and dark and a complete mess and then you've got to go and sort it out and when you haven't done that before that is quite a big challenge. Um, when you're used to it, then it becomes a bit, it becomes easier and you get more confidence. So your confidence grows because you know you're, you're, you're more used to doing these projects. But when you first do them, I think they're a bit scary. Um, and then the other, the other time it gets scary, so you've got just starting, but I think also is when you step it up. So then when you step up and you do something new, like when I did the self-build, yes. that was changing. Yeah. <laughs> that added another level. So <laughs> there were times in there, lots of times in there that were challenging. And so, you know, there were challenges that I came across there. And, you know, also I would feel um, speaking, you know, we, we touched on the speaking. My first, again, it's a lot of the firsts, I think, when you do anything for the first time I think that's where there's a lot of at the comfort zone it makes you feel scared and it's a bit of a challenge and almost once you can get through that I think it then gets a little bit easier doesn't it because you get a bit more confidence um so yeah my first talk you know I found that a bit of a challenge and it, it, it's funny isn't it it's like something um can go wrong in a talk now and it doesn't bother me you know when back then there was a word out of place or, or something and I'd be like oh no what am I gonna do <laughs> what do I do <laughs> when now and just I think when you're growing confidence you then just shout it out you're going oh you know there's a oh there's a bit of a mistake on my slide and then you move on don't you it's just you call it out move on make a bit of a joke of it and so so yeah I think um I wouldn't know what the biggest one was. I mean, I think I've had challenges in figure skating as well, where, you know, failed tests and had to keep coming back. Um, so I learned a lot of get up and carry on. Um, yeah. And I suppose that's the key thing. So I think whatever you do, there's lots of challenges, big and small. No, they, they've been, they were great. So, uh, and yeah, I can definitely relate a little bit to it. And you're right. I think it is starting out in something. It is. Well, first is to, to telling yourself, taking that step forward to actually start it. Um, you better, you know, get a coach or learn about something. That's quite, you know, of a challenge in itself, isn't it? You know, going along to progressive for the first time and think, oh, what, what's this going to be about? And you're, oh, it's amazing. And then I'm like, now I've actually got to do it. Um, but yeah, it's, I, again, I think it's, it's obviously, I think the sport has definitely helped. Maybe we're just, you know, well, like you said, like you would have fallen over, I'd imagine, just on your first skate. I mean, I don't know, hope not, but I would have done. And it's getting back up again. Yeah, 
I think that's a really good analogy that I use actually quite a lot in the book is, you know, getting back up and carrying on because it was literally that, you know, I'd fall over and have to get back up and carry on. And so it's the same thing I think we have in business where things go wrong, but, you know, we, we can't just say, right, that's it, I'm going to stop. Mm. You've got to find out what went wrong, do something about it and carry on. Yeah, definitely. Wow, oh, brilliant. So these challenges, <clears throat> these challenges are good. It's good to fail. It's good to not, well, not to be scared of messing up and um, yeah. just do it. And uh, yeah. do you feel like when you look back then, because I, I was talking about this the other day with someone, and uh, I feel when I look back, do, do, um, I felt a little bit like this. Do you feel like it's like, was that really me back then? It's almost like I've lived different lives within, within my lifetime. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. I, I think you're right. Um, yeah, you look back at your 20-year-old self and you do. Um, I think I, something I'll share here, which is quite funny, is that I was a bit of a, um, I don't know, a bit of a, a scatterbrain, really. And so I, I was, um, I think at the time when I was training and skating, I was also at university, but I also had, had quite a busy life. And whilst I'd have a schedule, because I was running around everywhere, um, I would sometimes be a bit of a scatterbrain and also say random things that, you know, wouldn't make sense to people. And it's funny because I often didn't think through what I was saying before I said it. Yeah. Whatever was in my head would just come out. And when I, when I look back at that, um, you know, obviously it was quite, it was a bit of a, a laughing point and I used to go with it and it was fun. Um, but at some point it actually annoyed me and I was like thinking right I need to do something about this because you know I was often called Phoebe and friends and I was thinking right I've, I need to do something about this so I then like I suppose looked at not changing myself but improving how I am yeah. looking at how I can learn so I, I, I don't do that anymore and so I've, I've changed quite a lot of that I suppose um and it's funny now because when I look back and I think about all the laughs that I used to get from it, at the time I'd be aggravated and think, oh, yeah. you know, that's so annoying. Why did I say that? <laughs> Why? Why didn't I think that through first before I said it? And I think it's probably something you do when you're younger, isn't it? You, you learn as you grow, as you grow older, don't you? And you mature, you learn. And so now I don't do it. And it's, it's funny, it's probably just become a habit to me not to. I think things through a bit more before I do or say. And, um, but I look back at it and I think, oh, sometimes I miss that because it was, it was fun, you know, and it was obviously a different, you know, slightly, you know, um, different version of me, as you say, you grow, don't you, as a person. Um, and what I was doing back then was very different to what I do now. So you kind of move and grow as you move through life, don't you? And that's, I think that's okay. That's good. It's good. Yeah, I think it's good. Otherwise, I've if I look back and I'm glad I, you know, made certain choices because I, obviously I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing, and life would have just been a bit harder, I guess. I don't know. I just can't. I can't even imagine if I hadn't removed myself from my engineering background. I, I, I'd hate to think where well, what I'd be doing now. I think that was going to drive me absolutely bonkers. I went bonkers anyway, but that's not the point. <laughs> it's <laughs> funny, isn't it? <laughs> it's funny because I did computer science. As, yeah. a, as a degree, you know, and so very different because you had figure skating and computer science, very different, different things. 
Um, and, you know, I look back at that and I was a very quiet kind of, in, <laughs> scarily enough, I was a really quiet person to sit there and type and then equally just go out there on the ice and, and perform, but wouldn't want to say anything to anyone, um, apart from maybe a few silly comments. It's <laughs> <laughs> just funny to hear because I, I, I loved my training. I hated my job, uh, what I was doing then. It wasn't for me. It's just something I picked out of a hat, maybe because my dad was an engineer, I don't know. Um, and then I can't, I know where my confidence, you know, you talked about public speaking or being able to teach. My, my voice used to shake back then. <laughs> I was in my 20s and done traveling. I thought I thought it would be okay. And no, just really had to work on it. But it does, it gets easier. And I think um, sometimes that kind of intense training that, that we have um it, it it really does help develop that mind into something whether you get knocked back knocked down you get back up or just to having that routine like you said that that discipline and you know to keep going and you build and part and your confidence soon grows and um yeah yeah it builds from there really um yeah 100 percent. and i think did you find when you was teaching that it was almost like you were that enhanced your uh skating ability as well yeah, absolutely. I think you you learn so much from teaching because it makes you think about you do what you do, don't you? But yeah. I think teaching helps you understand what you do. Things yeah. you didn't sometimes know you you would naturally just do without thinking. Yeah. But teaching makes you break that down to yeah. something that somebody else can understand. Yeah, And that's one thing I always notice about teaching is how much I learn because yeah. there is so much you don't realise you do without yeah. necessarily thinking about it. Yeah. But when you have to tell someone, you really have to break that down so that they yeah. understand it. Yeah. Um, that's the big difference, isn't it? But I, I don't know whether you find this, Matt, but I, I find that it just grows my knowledge as, as well. Well, they say you teach once, you learn twice. That's what we used to say. Yeah, that's really true. Yeah, mm. and it's fine that's carried over because obviously you, you mentor and you're, um, you're, I mean, you're teaching for progressive property now. Is that for the commercial conversions? Um, yes. Yeah. And, and have you found that's carried over as well? So when you're presenting or even public speaking, is it, is it, are you still learning in that same sense just through, even though it's not sports, if that makes sense? Absolutely. Yeah, exactly the same for those guys. So whether it's teaching property or figure skating, both, um, I learn so much. And you even learn from other people, even when you're mentoring them on their journeys and what they're doing, because they've got a unique journey themselves and, you know, different personalities as well. So, you know, not everyone sees the world from your perspective and that's absolutely fine so you know something else I think you learn is just how other people see things and then how to help them you you need to look at the world from their point of view as well and explain it in a way that they understand and sometimes you have to explain something in lots of different ways to get that person or say the same thing in lots of different ways and so that person knows what you're talking about um, so and that's something I, I find quite fascinating is that you know, the language and the communication. And again, you learn so much from that because it makes you see things in different ways that you hadn't thought of before. 
Um, so it is, it's fascinating. And yeah, I absolutely love doing the coaching and mentoring. It's really great seeing other people succeed and progress. And that's selfish in a way because it makes you feel good. <laughs> oh, yeah. As coaches or mentors, we're all definitely I, I, very rewarding as a, a yes. you know, doing that. You know, we're people that obviously like to help others as well. So that's part of our nature. Of, you know, you're very empathic. So it's, um, you know, it's, it's just part of us. And it, it is, it's very rewarding to, you know, see someone evolve and grow into something. You almost feel like they're little, you know, like another parent. <laughs> it's so true. Though. Yeah. <laughs> but it's interesting. Yeah. Again, like just echoing a little bit what you've said that, um, I guess it's quite important for any, even some, we're all, whether you're classing yourself as a mentor, we're influencing someone in some sense anyway, whether, you know, we're in that position or not. So it's just interesting what you said, like how you learn the different ways that people learn. And, and again, if we take it back to just, you know, coaching something that's physical, mm. you know, how, how like for me or how I would talk about that, and it does, it makes you think, and someone might get it from me saying some, just saying the move or demonstrating it one way and going another way, learning to mirror them. It, it, it really mm -hmm. made, you know, you think, and I think it helps us become better communicators, um, you know, with the people around us, do you think? I absolutely. Yeah. And I think people learn in different ways in terms of, yeah. you know, whether it's visual, auditory, um, you know, again, so there's, there's also different manners, I suppose, in the way that you, you put that information across, you know. There's a lot of visual people out there, I think, isn't there? You know, probably they're the, mostly what you, I'm going to say mostly what you see, and that just shows that I'm visual, right? <laughs> well, that's just matter if you've got uh, audio and uh, visual podcast, whatever. Um, the only thing yeah. that's missing here is me taking time out to type it all out or <laughs> send it away. I probably should put something in a book one day, but we'll see <laughs> oh there's i think there's a book inside everybody matt I, there yeah, definitely must be one for you because you know you're a very inspiring person matt i left you i left you out with my inspiring people i think you're there too so you're an inspiring person matt <laughs> you, know, you do all this stuff and you take a lot of action as well don't you um so yeah, yeah i think there's there's a there's definitely a book matt heising in you that i think uh the world needs it. <laughs> I did one years ago. It was more just like case studies on people taught in martial arts. But yeah, I keep thinking I'd like to do a mindset one, I suppose, would make sense. But one day, Wendy, one day it will come. I will come. And, uh, I'm sure it will. I'm sure it will. Yeah. All, You'll have to give me a shout when you're ready. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I don't know if you, you may have just answered this, but where would you say then is your biggest aha moment it's like ah you said mentioned about you know maybe when you're younger with the whole people thought you were like phoebe out of friend but uh, and that, another point which thought <laughs> nah that's it. This is, oh my god this is the way okay there is been there's been a few moments but i think one of my first ones was when i was at university and i was living in a student hmo so um for some of your listeners who, who don't know, that's House of Multiple Occupation, yeah. And so I had like a house share and I was a bit late with my rent one month and met my landlord. And 
<laughs> I did pay him, but <laughs> I found out he had uh, 25 HMOs around the university campus. Right. So that started me thinking really early about what kind of numbers he was doing. So I went back to my room and did a spreadsheet and then thought, hmm, so I'm at university and I'm planning to get a job and these numbers look really good. <laughs> so that's what spurt, I think, was a bit of a changing moment in my life because at that point in time, it made me think about property investing. I started researching and then I started saving my student loan right back then. So rather than spending it, I was saving essentially getting money together how I, you know, on the information that I had at the time, it's just like, right, let's build up a pot of money. So that's where it all started. And so I'd say that was a big turning point in my life because that's kind of essentially how I moved into property later on. And I didn't do it straight away. Um, and some people ask me, oh, so do you think you should have done it earlier? It's a really hard question to answer because I think, we are where we are and I'm pleased with where I've got to. So, and that's because of the action steps I've taken to get me here. And you've just got to learn from what yeah. you do. So, you know, the path they've taken has got me to where I am. So you and could you say, yes, yeah. hung on to more prophecies, gone earlier, but it is what it is, right? And you take yeah. the path you take. And, you know, I think... To have had that moment and then followed it up later on in life, you know, was was great. And so, you know, and I did. Yeah. And that's when I started to get into property investing. Brilliant. But the thing is, you don't know what you don't know. No. And I think everyone talks about property and it's, I think it was something I always wanted to do. And I just thought, oh, I got to save up a deposit and then I get one and I got to save up another deposit and get one. Yeah. And as yeah. you know, yeah, I've, I've learned recently that's not the case. And um, I mean, we we met through the, the Rob Moore's um, the, the branding and marketing uh, mastermind that we're on. And I think that's because you were doing the business uh, deal makers with JJ. So I, 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 you know, I don't wish anything had been different really around. But probably had I done it the other way around, I would have rather done it the property first. But it's just this is just way mm -hmm. it fell. I didn't know. It's funny when you said about you uh, explained what HMO was. I didn't know what that was um, two years ago. I didn't, didn't get it. I didn't know what rent to rent was. I think I've gone on, um, I had gone to Progressive, but on a social media call for one day. I don't know if you know Judy Hogbin and she, she yes. was, yeah. So yes. she just, yeah, I got a HMO or something like that. I don't know. And rent to rent. I'm like, what the hell are they going on about? But this sounds <laughs> so interesting. And then obviously the deal makers come up first. So it, it just went, went in that order. But it, it, it's yeah. all, but the deal makers really helped me because um i feel that's given me you know such a learning thing talking to business owners last year and the whole as you know you know through, through that experience and to yeah i think it's it's just helped but i think it's, it's just interesting that I, I think you're right everything happens at the right time so it, it, it's no no point having regrets it's just yeah it'd have been great if we worked this out sooner but that information wasn't there and probably uh wouldn't have been ready for it then either because i think we need to go for a certain um, yeah you know depending on what everyone's doing, right 
Yeah, 100%. And, you know, I think sometimes you get the ask the question. So if you were going to do it all again, what would you do differently? Which is a great question. But at the yeah. same time, you can say, well, I don't know. I, I don't think I would have done because, as you say, I was already at certain points in my life. So yeah. that's what happened. And I'm just completely grateful for that and loved every moment of that journey and um, even the challenging points. <laughs> But that's how it is. And I think you're right. You know, things come to you when you're ready. That's yeah, definitely. So. I wouldn't have been able to handle it. Let's say 20 years ago, there's just no way. My, I wouldn't have been mentally, not mentally, just mature enough, I think, is probably better. I wouldn't have had, I've needed yeah. these experiences to get me to be able to take that step forward. Um, I would have seen that, you know, it's too risky or it's too this, it's too that. So, you know, I've had to, that's how, you know, it's just, I think in time, it's just had to grow and develop. Um, a bit like, I, I'm sure that's what you talk about in your book as well. It just, you know, everything comes at the right time, but we can all start somewhere. That's the, that's the most important, important bit. hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, we, we can. And that's the thing. We, we all have to start somewhere. We all have to start at the beginning and that's all okay. And even when you've got loads of experience in one area, you can still start at the beginning in something else. You know, we're always learning and evolving, aren't we? We definitely, we definitely don't know it all. So even when you do become a bit of an expert in one area, that's great. You've mastered that. Amazing. But then there's so many things in life to, you know, to learn and know about. Um, so I think we're always learning and growing and finding new things to get involved in. And that's the great part about life, though, isn't it? Is that that growing and evolving and learning new things. Definitely. Never stop yeah. learning to think I hated school and now I just love <laughs> say to my kids I, I learned more after school than not I didn't learn at school I just I think that was a confidence thing as well just didn't believe enough in myself but hey here we are now so um so what would you say has been your biggest win in the last 12 months because you have been very busy and you're, you're now coaching for um, progressive and you got your book but what is the biggest oh. win Biggest win. Oh, can I can I can I choose a few more than one? <laughs> well, why not? You got loads. List them out. Why not? I would. <laughs> okay, so I think you touched on probably all of them, but I'd I'd say getting the self build completed and getting moved in. So that was a big win, uh, and that happened in. So we moved into the studio above the garage in September, and then moved into the rest of the house in December which was a real rush yeah. but anyway we got in and we're still doing bits I'm, I'm in here today but we're still doing bits on the landscaping and things like that so there's still a bit more to do but the house is done which is great so that was kind of, that was a big achievement that was a lot of hard work over quite a bit of time so there was that one um then there was yeah coaching and mentoring for progressive I mean that was that was great um really enjoyed that that started in January and I've loved every moment of that so that's been a great opportunity that I'm very grateful for and then the book so then there's been a book launch this month which has been super exciting and again another I suppose something else that's taken some time you know this is probably about I don't know, maybe like two, two or three years at least, I would say, in the making to get to this point. And so they've all been, I suppose, um, a long, long-standing project that have taken a bit of time. Sorry, my phone is ringing. I'm just turning it off. Um, 
they've all been long-standing projects that have taken a while uh, to to come to fruition and and so interestingly enough they've all come to fruition in one go in the last year so um it's really exciting um and looking forward to it oh, brilliant brilliant I, and then the, the commercial conversions course is on my radar for the future so uh, i'm looking forward yeah. to seeing all that one. yay when you get there so yeah super it'd be great to have you there it's a great Got great course well, one thing at a time, we've got to get this first few out of the way first, but yeah, <laughs> but it definitely be on there, Wendy. So, wow, well, you, <laughs> you have been busy. So, is there anything? What's after the book? What's next? What are you working on right now? Or what is next? Are you going to take a break? Should, should I put myself out there? So, I think yeah. the thing is, I'm always looking for ways to stretch myself in lots of different ways. So, I, I did a marathon a little while ago that was. A challenge but I'm often looking for like a challenge to to go do but something that has been on my list a little while I'm thinking might be a 2023 project and it's a bit of a a bit more of a personal one is um learning how to fly a plane or a helicopter and I'm not sure which one <laughs> and I haven't quite decided what that's going to be yet but that was my my thoughts is to do a, a private pilot's license, something along those lines, something I've always wanted to do. And, you know, life has been super busy, but perhaps it's something I could try next year. So, well, you know what? Just, Why don't you go for the helicopter, right? So then when you're doing, that's uh, sorry for helicopter, by the way. Uh, so when you're uh, public speaking, it's like, imagine that you're, you're, oh no, it sounds a bit Donald Trumpy, but do it anyway. You could just be landing and coming out and then, yeah, it's progressive. Right, commercial conversion time. Here I am in my uh, private, um, oh, I've got someone ringing me now, in my private helicopter. <laughs> yeah, no need to drive it. It'd be so much quicker, wouldn't it? Um, that's yeah. the thing. But um, one thing I've always wanted to do is be able to, say, get a light aircraft um, from a local airport and then, like, fly my family or something to, say... I don't know France or, or something like that. Have a have a meal and fly back just on a like a little little day or a couple of day trip. And I don't know why that's something I want to do, but it's just something I think I've spoken to. Um, I think I spoke to someone um, who who was a pilot and they'd done something similar. And I thought that's just such a lovely idea that just appealed to me. And I thought perhaps that's something I can do. We'll see. I'll let you know. How <laughs> why uh, not hey why not yeah, definitely do there's it. no I reason why you can't do this stuff yeah. there. what a great what a great um well what a great thing for your vision board uh but what a great yeah what a great goal there you go it's it's on there i don't think you can see it but ah. it, it's actually behind me here and right. i've got kind of places to go on the vision board but also somewhere there, there is a helicopter and a plane, and I can't see it. I'm blind at the moment. But, yeah, it is on there. It's on my vision board. Brilliant. So, and my book is on there. So I had my I have a blank. It's just a book, but it's right down the bottom. So, yeah, that was on there as well. Brilliant. Brilliant. I love it. All right. Well, I look forward to hearing when you're flying now. <laughs> um, <laughs> You're asking me now, aren't you? I'm like, oh, Wendy, yeah. did you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, brilliant. 
and then your self build you can have like see then you can have your honey pot cops to pad out yeah. just suggesting stuff <laughs> Thanks, Matt. Yeah, no, this is all good. And there is actually a helicopter pad around the corner, but it is that one is for emergency services. So that's that's not for me, really. But um, and those guys like do emergency something. to get your family to France for something to eat, but anything. <laughs> well, you know, could be if they're if you're super hungry, you know. <laughs> there you go. Wendy, we're pretty much coming to the end. Thank you so much for coming back on the show. And I would love to have you back on because I'm sure in a year's time there'll be loads more to talk about I, I, I just you are so inspiring so you should have put yourself out as a, an inspiring person because and, and thank you again for the help and support that you've, you've given over the last year i really really appreciate it and um it is what a wonderful journey and it it it, it lifts me up it makes me want to do more it makes me want to aspire to to do more as well so i really appreciate it and so book is out thursday uh successful state of mind and uh well looks like it's going to be a great read i'm going to get on to the uh book launch what time's the book launch it's 5 30 on 5 30. thursday yeah right. i'll share the details actually because you know um anyone who who'd like to come i'd love them to be there so i'm very much like <laughs> excuse the pun i'm very much an open book um, it's, great. <laughs> it's great having people around and you know anyone's welcome so I will share I'll share the link and anyone who wants to join is very very welcome and I just want to say a huge thank you to you Matt as well for having me on your podcast it is always a pleasure and it's fantastic having you in my network as well you're, you're such a great person and an inspiring person yourself so big thank you to you thank you all right. Well, I'll catch you soon. I'll speak to you just after. Um, thank you, everyone. And don't forget, nice five-star review because we love them. Uh, share, tag some friends in if you feel this would benefit them. And uh, got any questions, just drop it in the comments and one of us get back. Peace, love, always. Bye. Hi, it's Matt Rubman again. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please check out my other podcasts. I've really interviewed some great people with some great stories talking about how they overcame and developed their own mindset. If you've enjoyed it that much, of course, give me a five-star review. Don't forget to share and like.